your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right. Happy Friday. Brad's going to come in here and talk again about the Eric Sackett murder trial. Headline on the wisdomnews.com right now is prosecution rests case at Sackett murder trial. Defense begins case Monday. Prosecution is rested. See what that means. And see what Brad thinks, I guess, or maybe just what he's seen. I don't know if we would need to know what Brad thinks. He's trying to just take in the facts and, and give us uh, everything that's happened. Uh, being, being it's Friday, I like to talk a little sports. So if you want to call in and talk sports, I'd be more than welcome. I think it's uh, Bucks played yesterday. Watched every minute of it. World Series is going on. I watched zero minutes of that. But if you want to talk about the World Series, feel free. I know the teams that are playing, and I know the team that beat the Brewers is up on the Astros. I think 2-0. Is it 2-0? I said, no, I'm not sure. Once the Brewers lost, I was out. I was out on baseball. I was kind of. I'm kind of out on baseball until the playoffs, anyway. And then, oh, the Brewers are done. Well, then I'm kind of not interested anymore. And that's probably a lot of people, obviously, because their team's out. I will say it's cool that the team the Brewers lost to is still in it. Sometimes you want to see that team lose right away, and other times you want to see that team go on and win it all. Uh, happened to the Bucks too, right? The Bucks get uh, one game away from the. NBA Finals, they kind of blow it. Yes, Nationals up 2-0 on Astros. So I knew that. Uh, but the Bucks last year uh, got up 2-0 on, on the Raptors to get to the NBA Finals, and then they blew it. And then the Raptors obviously went on to win it, and then their best player left, and their second best player left. Nah, not their second best player. What am I thinking? Uh, their best shooter left, I should say. Second best shooter. Uh, both to L.A., two different L.A. teams, but... Uh, Bucks yesterday came back. In a, it was kind of a crazy. It was kind of a typical NBA game, actually. It wasn't crazy at all. The Bucks got down big on the Houston Rockets. There's always a feeling it's yourself out period. I, I would say to start the season, a couple of new wrinkles for the Bucks. Uh, obviously, they have Giannis Antetokounmpo, the league MVP from the year before. We're pretty lucky in Wisconsin, I think. If if you really want to step back and look at sports, we have the, you know, a potential, even though he got injured, uh, one of the top three candidates for MVP in baseball and Christian Yelich, who won the MVP two seasons ago. We have what some could argue is the MVP right now in football and Aaron Rodgers. He's at least the top three candidate or top five candidate, depending on, you know, your bias, I guess. And obviously, we have the reigning MVP in basketball, and he showed yesterday going against James Harden, who was the runner-up for MVP last year, who was the best, better player. Because James Harden was awful. He went 2-for-13 from the field. He scored four points in the second half, all free throws. Uh, this is a guy that averaged over 35 points a game last year, so... Uh, it was pretty great to see the Bucks come back, kind of figure it out. Giannis falls out, actually, at the end of the game. And who who else but Brooke Lopez and Irsan Ilyasova saved the Bucks uh, and spoiled the Houston Rockets' home opener. It was great. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line if you want to get in here. 
Brad's going to come in in a couple of minutes. I believe Eric from Sparta, who I think watched the game. Eric, did you watch the game yesterday? I, I started the first fit. I missed at the middle of it, and I watched the end where they beat them. Good job, Bucks. Okay, is that what you wanted to talk about, or do you have something else? Oh, no, I have one more thing I want to say. It's free for all Friday, so I was probably ask you this. Do you think uh, Clapper and Brennan will be indicted for crimes they committed in the investigations of President Trump? Who is the anyway. sec- Who is the other guy, Clapper, and who? Brennan. Brennan. Oh, okay. I I don't know. I haven't. I'm I'm trying to. Uh, I'm going to let that play out on its own. I'm not really up to speed on that stuff. Well, maybe some of your listeners might think a lot anyway. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye. If you guys want to weigh in on uh, the Trump administration or the, what do we call it, the, a leg of the Trump administration going against uh, itself in, in the Russian inquiry, however you want to put that. Uh, feel free to comment. I don't know if I'm going to have a whole lot to give you. I think we're using our government to fight political battles now. It's kind of weird. But uh, we'll go back to the flo- uh, phones here. Uh, Mr. Jim Dandy, welcome to the Crosstalk PM. Go ahead. How's Rick tonight? I'm good. Good. So am I, big guy. Hey, you can't forget Jonathan Taylor for the Badgers. He's also... I think he's up for the Heisman at the end of the year, too, oh, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're you're totally right. I I completely. You know what happens is the Badgers lose to a terrible team, and I, their season's over. They can't win it all. So I'm I'm done with the Badgers. But yeah, you're right. Oh. Jonathan Taylor, probably the best player in football for you know arguably the the last three years anyway. Well, the records he's made for Wisconsin and that you know we've had some damn good records records by running backs and that, but boy, he's he's awesome to watch. I I hope he's up in the draft, and I hope the Packers can get him. Wouldn't he really be an asset to our team? Uh, yeah, no, I, I guess, you, you. yeah, if the Packers get Jonathan Taylor, that would be awesome, because obviously then the kid is still in Wisconsin, uh, but the way running backs are nowadays, uh, he's he's pretty used up, Jim. They, they burn him out. They give him so many carries every year. The the way the NFL works is you get three years with that many carries and you're burned out in the NFL. So he's already got so much mileage on him. I think he'll probably he, – he might not even go in the first round. Well, that's true. But if we were able to get him, even if he was good for two, three years, as long as we still got Rodgers, just think what that would do to our game. And then I've got one one – quick thing before Brad gets in there. I want to say congratulations to Randy Nelson for a super run as superintendent for the lacrosse school system. We've He's been a great asset for the lacrosse community. He's a good man. He's a friendly man. He's just an all-around neat person, and it's sad to see him retire. I hope he sticks around the area and gets involved with other community things, such as maybe a council or a board or something, and, and stays active in the community because I think he's just a great man, and I think we're going to miss him. Yeah, that that's great. Thanks a lot, Jim, for the call. Uh, yeah, Randy Nelson announced his retirement uh, yesterday or the day before. And I believe the Onalaska School Superintendent, Fran Finko, announced his retirement after a really long time, like 27 years, something like that, uh, you know, at the end of last school year. So two two uh, longtime school officials in, in the area uh, both announced their retirements just in the last, you know, six, seven months. Uh, 608-785-7914. If you want to text me, uh, if you want to call, wait a couple of minutes. We're going to get to the news right now after this quick commercial break.
All right, welcome back to the Cross Talk PM. Brad Williams back in studio talking about the Eric Sackett trial and um, all things Trump. No, I'm just kidding. Brad doesn't want to talk about Trump either. Um, but Brad, you've been at the Eric Sackett trial every day. The this Sackett, was a short day. This was how long? It was how only long? a couple of hours, and there was just the one witness today, the last prosecution witness. Is everybody going like, yeah, it's Friday. Let's wrap it up so we can what? hit the weekend? Is that well, how murder trials at, work? But that's how it, it worked out for uh, today, is that the only witness who was on the stand is Chief Kudron of La Crosse Police Department. Okay. Before he became chief this year, he was the chief investigator for the police on the Sackett case. Okay, so... Why, and, 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 and he he would testify at the various hearings about the evidence that they found and so on. All right, so um, on wisdomnews.com, you said prosecution rests its case and the defense will take it up next, next on week? On Monday, yes. Next, but, next hearing will be on Monday. But, so. but the defense did ask oh, the, something today, right? Well, the defense... <laughs> I'm talking like sports. The defense. Well, it's Sports Friday, Brad. Sports well, Friday. Well, yeah, yeah. The the defense attorney Christopher Zacker, uh, once the uh, the prosecution had rested its case, uh, did request of Judge Elliot Levine uh, a directed verdict of acquittal, uh, trying to make the case that the the uh, there is a lot of reasonable doubt in this case. Uh, Mr. Zacker said there is no proof that anybody killed Aaron Samvali. Mm-hmm. Is uh, that's been uh, a long uh, throughout the trial has been the argument of the defense that it looks like she killed herself, tied okay. weights to herself, and then went into a lake in Vernon County. The way the defense has worked uh, this this week, and you've you've covered these murder trials. Uh, you know, you covered another murder trial last year with uh, now I forget his name. The guy, the the window, the bar yes, piece yes. of pipe goes through the window. Todd Kendhammer. Kendhammer, and then a couple of years before that. Did you cover the uh, – there was two two years ago then there was another murder trial. I have trial. been covering most – there have been many murder trials over the last have, 10 years especially. These... I mean you have the the Eric Cola case dating back seven years and uh, you had Sean Randall. That was yeah, the shooting the one, yeah. near Central High School. Uh, and then what I'm getting at is you know, in covering so many of these, has anything stood out in, the, to, in this case, the Eric Saka murder trial, that's been different than those other cases? Well – there are no two trials that are the same. There's uh, The defense has had a lot of time to argue their case that uh, they don't think there is the evidence to convict Eric Sackett of murder. They, they don't think there's enough evidence to convince uh, a jury of anything. On the other hand, uh, District Attorney Tim Grinke, after the uh, request was made for that motion, uh, said the homicidal violence is what the autopsy Concluded, even if they could not conclude a specific cause of death for Aaron Samvali, they said it is most likely homicidal violence that somebody attacked her to cause her death rather than killing herself. And I think I think that right there is what w- would stand out in this trial as opposed to those other murder trials is we're not exactly sure how she died. Right. That, right. That's kind of weird. It is. Yes. Um. But the uh, the ruling that was made by Judge Levine is that uh, the state has met its burden of of arguing so far in the witnesses that it presented that uh, there there is some cause to think that uh, she was murdered that she was murdered and some cause to have Eric Sackett on trial right um, all right so what and can so we... next next week is yep. going to be the defense uh, witnesses and. There may be more police. Uh, we, we had not seen a specific 
uh, defense witness list as of late this afternoon. Okay. There is a, a good deal of uh, thought that the doctor who has been mentioned as a, a person of interest may be called to the stand uh, to uh, talk about his what he uh, his relationship with Aaron Samvalai. Um but that may take maybe only about three days. They're saying by Wednesday, maybe all of the witnesses will be done. And so maybe Wednesday or Thursday is when the uh, jury could get the case. And that's what I was going to say. We might be done with this by Wednesday, you're thinking. It's early. possible. Um, and then lastly, do you think Eric Sackett will take the stand in his own defense? We we were talking in the courtroom about not in the courtroom, in the newsroom. <laughs> I spent more not, more time in the newsroom. You should just put your computer Most of the time, in the courtroom. This, this week, it's the courtroom where I spent more time in the newsroom, it seems yeah. like. But uh, discussion is that we kind of doubt that uh, Sackett will be called to the stand, but you never know. In a lot of the cases recently, the defendant has not been called to testify. Did Ken Hammer? Yes, he did. He did, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, but, the- uh, but other cases, uh, it doesn't happen. Sure. All right, Brad. I think that's uh, that's good, unless I'm missing something. Well, it was a short day, and so the uh, the jury will return on Monday, and uh, we will resume that. Are you excited to uh, do this all over Am I again? Excited. Next week? <laughs> Maybe well, sleep I all mean, again. Yeah, court, the courtroom is fascinating, and uh, people know this because you know, going back years and years, of course, Perry Mason and Matlock. You've got courtroom dramas on TV, Law and Order. You have uh, Court TV, which I've started watching. This is on uh, on satellite. Uh, mm-hmm. Court TV is covering a case north of Eau Claire. They've been doing that for the last couple of weeks. There's a murder case going on there. Oh, really? They haven't gotten wind of our court case yet, but we're still waiting to see what the McCandless case up in Dunn County is, that, is doing. So they're, are they covering it like live? Yes. Essentially? Oh, okay. So... And and then every night they have people. Well, I think that this evidence shows that I don't know. And uh, so they have blowhards but, like you coming this, on the air. <laughs> they have blowhards like me. But uh, this, I've been steadily covering courts in lacrosse for more than twenty five years, and it is a fascinating field of journalism. It's a fascinating field to cover and find out what the law does and what happens when people are brought to court. Mm-hmm. So yes. In, in that respect, yes, it's very interesting. We had uh, I had Grinky on probably months ago now, but it might be interesting to just bring him back on oh, and, yeah. and to talk about some of this stuff again. That that could very well be. Wait okay. until after the trials, over, right? Yeah, after but, the trial. All right, thanks, Brad. Okay, Brad Williams every day at the Lacrosse County Court covering the Ken uh, Ken Hammer the uh, Eric Sackett murder trial. <laughs> He's correcting me as he runs out the door. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. If you want to get in here, uh, anonymous texter, who I'm going to text back, what is your name? Uh, he texts in, I highly doubt it, Rick, but just maybe when the IG report comes out in the next week or so, you might finally, all caps, understand what you've been missing. Pointless to try and explain when you're News store sources, mainstream media, however, you're good for a laugh. Um, my news source. How do you know my news source is mainstream media? Um, maybe I'm only reading Facebook memes and getting my news from there, which is a lot where a lot of people get their news. Facebook and Twitter and memes because they're super easy to read. There's 12 words and you pretty much get the gist of it, right? When... You get the uh, 12-word meme. 
that's how I get my news. I don't know how you guys are doing it. Uh, I did get this um, letter forwarded to me, and I just wanted to bring it up. The lacrosse is is talking about having a museum, whether it's lacrosse county or the city of lacrosse. I guess a, a lacrosse county museum, and you know, part of that what part of that conversation is what would go in the museum. And another part of that conversation is where would the museum go? And I was wondering if any of you guys had input on whether the county needs a museum. Would that be an interesting thing for anyone? I know there's a children's museum right in town here. Uh, I think a lot of people like that, but with a regular museum, was that something that'd be interesting? What would go in there and where would it go? And I was thinking like, well, we're building this $42 million lacrosse center. I don't know how big the museum would be. You know, I've only I've only been around here for like less than a decade, so the the whole history of the cross is beyond me. So maybe it'd be interesting to go and, and check out things in a museum. But how big would the museum need to be? We have this lacrosse center. What if like where you walked into the lacrosse center, along with it being the entryway to getting into the building, if it was somehow reworked into like a mini museum? Along the uh, the walls there, so I'm I'm just th- sp- spitballing ideas here. Um, maybe maybe all throughout the lacrosse center, maybe the whole thing, like where you can walk around that building, is a museum. I, I mean, once they get this renovation done, and on the back side of the building is supposed to be like an overlook to the Riverside Park and the Mississippi River. Well, how about while people are wandering through there and checking out the river and getting these awesome views. If they turn around and look into the building, there's on along the walls is always like historical facts from lacrosse County. And you can, you could be engulfed in information that way and turn around and check out the river looking the other way. Uh, we're going to go to the phones. Maybe did I just hang up with that person? I think I did. All right. Call me back. I'm sorry. Here we go. We're going to go to the phones quick. Uh, number three, how's it going? Hurry up and- Hurry up and take my call, darn it. <laughs> yeah, before the news. I got you. Right before the news. Go ahead. Anyway, who's looking for some land for a museum? The county? Yeah, the Lacrosse County, I believe, is is just starting to, th- to like think about what and where, um, well, you know, when it comes to a museum. For them. We got a piece of land we're buying on North 3rd Street down there for $600,000 at the old title loan. Yeah. Maybe the mayor should turn around and sell it to the county. For $900,000. Well, they'd have to renovate it a little bit, right? The county's got a lot of money. If they can give out pay raises to everybody down there, they can afford a few bucks to put a museum in lacrosse. Okay. Well, that's that's one put idea. Trink- trinkets and beads down there or something. Some old buttons from the Pearl Button Company down there. Yeah, is there anything like, I, I, I guess I've, you've been in lacrosse, you know, your for your whole life or a lot of your life, right? My whole life, right? Yeah, I guess. Would it, would it be interesting if they had a cool museum? No, not really. No? Okay. <laughs> I, I'll go out to Cody, Wyoming and look at the big museums out there at Buffalo Bill and the boys. Or down in Oklahoma City where they got some beautiful museums. All right. All right. But this is a thing that this county should talk to the mayor and the mayor, you know, make $300,000 and then I wouldn't feel so bad. But aren't you paying... For that, too, because it's county tax money then? Yeah, I know it, but, you know, I like to put my money all over. Oh, okay. 
you know, city and the county. So, I mean, every anything to, to keep that downtown going down there for All the right. big river boats. Thanks for taking my call, <laughs> and you keep your powder dry. All right. Have a good weekend. All right, we're going to go to Scott's comment and the news here uh, in a couple of couple of minutes, and we'll be back right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line brought up right before the break. Uh, the idea of having a museum in lacrosse, it's getting talked about a little bit uh, with feasibility studies and focus groups, feasibility focus groups, studies. Uh, when I brought it up before the break, I mentioned maybe it was going to be a county museum, but then Brad busted in here like the Kool-Aid man and said it's going to be a city museum. So it's going to be a city of lacrosse museum that would go somewhere in lacrosse county. Is there a good place to put that? Would it be big enough to dedicate a whole building? I have no idea, but I was just thinking, like, if we're going to rebuild a lacrosse center and put additions on it, why don't we think, like, oh, yeah, also, we could make the interior of the lacrosse center when you're in, like, those, you know, meeting areas or maybe just the public areas, right when you walk in there, that's all a big open space. Why don't we make those areas part of the part of like a, a museum then people can just go in there whenever they want we're gonna have a from from what the video if you didn't see the video you'd have to search for it a little bit but it's on wisdomnews.com the architects put out a video of what the new lacrosse center would look like and es- essentially they're gonna build additions on the north end and the west end and the west end would overlook the river obviously the north end would have first of all it would have like a little almost like a rooftop bar or maybe not rooftop, but maybe not bar, but just like a, where you could congregate outside and you could overlook the river and Riverside park to an extent, but also the West end would, would overlook the river. And I was thinking like, okay, well, while you're overlooking the river in one direction, you could turn around and there could be your museum on that other wall, or maybe throughout those walls. Uh, t- Tom asked, did I hear you say Monroe at Onalaska, 7 p.m.? That's my alma mater. Yeah, Monroe, Onalaska. I can give you a couple of the playoff matchups. High school playoffs tonight. Um, Phil texted in a lot. Yesterday or the day before, you had a caller accuse the county board in the last eight years of doubling property taxes. I don't know if that's me, Phil. That w- that might have been in the morning. Um. Maybe your text got delayed. Definitely not me. So that's that was that Hayes? I don't know. We we have been talking about the Lacrosse County Board having a meeting and and deciding whether or not to increase its pay. The board chair and the supervisors. And they passed an executive committee, I think on a five to one vote. There were supposed to be nine people at that vote, but only six made it. And that was the one thing that passed. They had other things that they voted on, but that was one of the things that, that passed. Five to one vote to increase their pay. I think supervisors' pay would get increased from four seventeen to seven hundred. And um, so I don't know. 
So that if that's what you're thinking, Phil, who texted in 608-785-7914, that's all we really talked about. We didn't talk about anything else. But anyway, so yeah, if you want to talk about that, where a museum would go, what it would look like, I think if we're going to do the lacrosse center up, let's do it up and put a museum in there. I also said we should put the fire department in there, but the fire chief says that's not a good place for the fire department since they need a new building. We could just like combine all the funds. Uh, number three called in and said we should put it on the corner just up the road here on, uh, you know, at 2nd Street and Front Street or just down there where the city is buying a building for $600,000. Apparently, they're, they're still, I believe, looking to make sure that building isn't complete junk. Uh, maybe it needs too many updates and they're not going to buy it. Uh, I believe Eric from Sparta is back. Eric, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Go ahead, man. Yeah, what I understand is uh, the Lacrosse County Board gives themselves a massive raise. While the administrator make, does all the work, they want double their pay. I guess these legislators think that the county handles, handles so much money, maybe we should handle a little bit, little bit of it ourselves. Hey, thanks a lot. Okay. Almost double. So it's four seventeen to seven hundred supervisors will make. The the board chair, I think, was like it went from like twelve hundred to twenty eight hundred. And the reasoning for giving supervisors more pay is the idea that people on on the board maybe can't people that have to work a lot, I guess this is my my thought process on the people that have to work like maybe like sixty hours a week that to make ends meet, right? They're living check to check, but they want to have say in in their county government, but they can't afford to run for office and run for lacrosse county board because then they would have to dedicate maybe 10, 15 hours a week to being on the lacrosse county board. So they would then not be able to work. And if they, they need to work to make ends meet, if they're living pe- check to check, which I think a lot of people out there are, then they can't run for office. So if they increased the pay from 417 to 700. So, you know, for however many board members, I can't I'm, I can't remember off the top of my head. There's quite a few. I think 16 or 19, something like that. I mean, that's not like a ton of money when it comes to the, the, the county government anyway. I mean, it's, you know, adding, I think it's like 70% raise. It's a, it's a big raise when you think about it. Hey, Rick, we're going to give you a 70% raise. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I would love that. Uh, but, you know, on the flip side, we had... Ralph Geary, a longtime board member, say that, you know, they haven't done any studies on what surrounding communities, surrounding counties, and similar counties have done are doing when it comes to raises and pay. So maybe there needs to be more legwork here. And I'm sure they're gonna do that. But uh if you just wanna generally think about it, seven hundred bucks a month to be on the Lacrosse County board, if you're spending 10, 15 hours a week doing stuff is that is that a you know what 200 bucks a month less than 200 bucks or 200 less than 200 bucks a week to spend 10 hours i don't know like if you're trying to make ends meet and you yet you want to run for office be on the lacrosse county board this would help you to do that all right we're going to take another quick break we'll be back i'm going to sort through some texts right here on wisdom all right welcome back to lacrosse talk pms ryan asks what is it per hour, the $700 a month? I think you're talking about Lacrosse County Board 
giving itself a raise. The supervisors would make $700 a month up from 417 a month. You can't really figure out what that would work out to an hour, Ryan, because we have no idea how many hours a county board member works. Um, they're on committees. They meet twice a month. I think some probably work more than others. I know my mom was in town. She talked about when she was on one of these back home, and she said she spent, you know, 10, 15 hours a week uh, going over, you know, what was on the agenda. And then she said she had to drive out to wherever, you know, what are, depending on what was on the agenda, then she had to drive out to that place. Maybe it's on the, you know, hey, the, I'm, I'm just, you know, this would be more city. The city's buying this building. Okay, well, I'm going to go check this building out. If we're going to vote on this as a city, you know, city board or county board, whatever. Uh, so it's hard to gauge how many hours a week a county board would work because there's no, you know, I, I think it changes every month and each person is different. Do we require them to jot down their hours? Maybe. I, I mean, are you going to go look at that? That's just more hours that they have to, <laughs> have to work by figuring out how many hours they have worked. And they're elected, so if you don't think they're working enough, then A, run for county board. B, vote for somebody else that is going to put in more work. Uh, the the counter to the argument that paying county board members more or less, the, the counter to that we, we should pay them less or not at all, is that it's a position of privilege, I guess. No, I don't know if privilege is a good word. But it's a position that they, they should want to do, you know, to better their you know, constituents. I, I'm not, I don't believe that. I know Trempo Tom and, and others have, have called and texted in and said, Hey, yeah, they don't need to be paid more. They need to be paid less because for what, you know, like now I kind of forget that, 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 that argument. Uh, libertarian guy is literally texted right now. Uh, if one, if no one can determine how many hours the person works, there's no way to assess the appropriate wage. The amount they are paid therefore simply becomes a guess. There's, that's not a way to run proper stewardship of taxpayer money. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are on salaries and I mean, they're salaried at 417 a week. And and then the, should we pay the County board by hour? Is that what we're getting at? <laughs> and then therefore, however many hours you work County board member, that's how much you get paid. What should that pay be? 20 bucks an hour, 12 bucks an hour, seven fifty an hour. Uh, if we really want to meddle in like, hey, how much work did you put in this week? And and I, I granted, I, th- I think the work month to month, hourly work might might change depending on the month. Maybe they don't work a lot in, on December because it's the holidays. So we're going to pay the county board by hour. Then we're going to argue how much we pay them by the hour. And then if county board members are getting paid by the hour, is there a cap on how many hours they can work? Well, what if they're doing a lot of work that month? What if there's 50 things on the agenda and they have to go and check out all these things? Seems like if they're getting paid by the hour, there's incentive there to work more. And if they're getting paid 20 bucks an hour and there's 50 things on the agenda, man, I'm going to go check out everything and do my due diligence to have all the information handy. All right, that's going to do it for Lacrosse Talk PM. We've got football and wisdom coming up in about one hour, just about one hour. And more football on WKTY. Have a good weekend.